What's going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky one is that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. What up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Talkbox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with the mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's said entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you around. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt because gospel is what it's all about. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and we're going to start off in the normal fashion, and that normal fashion is to go with a scripture and a word. And the scripture today is Mark 4 and 39, and he said, he got up, rebuked this wind, and said to the waves, quiet, be still. And if you're Baptist, peace, be still. Then the winds died down. And it was completely calm. Jesus could calm any situation in your life. You got to give it to God. A lot of times we are in storms and we're reaching out for the wrong things. We're reaching out for, for social media. We're reaching out for friends. We're reaching out to all these things. But God is saying, go to him. And he can calm any storm in your life. Amen. 
Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. We thank you for giving us life today. We thank you for being with us, encouraging us, helping us to get through halfway through this week. God, we just ask you to just be in present right now in this show tonight, God. God, let your spirit be known. God, we ask you to let us be able to reach new airwaves, reach new audiences, reach new networks, reach new people, and be able to ask you to touch somebody tonight, God, so that they can be able to to really see who you are and know more about you. God, I ask you for us to reach people with the hardest heart, God, the people that are are that's lost the people that are wanting to know more about you the people that want to be done with all of the hypocrisy and all the things that they have questions about god god we ask you to just show out tonight plant a seed plant a seed so that somebody can say what can i do to be saved god we ask you to enlarge the territory of anointed radio and god we 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 ask you all that tonight and we ask you to be able to bless every listener under the sound of my voice, to have new revelation, new breakthrough, a new presence in their life where they could be able to have peace and joy. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. Like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can find me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms. You can see it on the screen. If you're listening to us, you could be able to follow me at anointed Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N. Follow me on all social media platforms. Check me out. And if you want to listen to any of my music, you could go to any digital streaming music platform and you could get the Jesus, you make me happy, renew my praise, wake up, bless, slip away. And, um, I feel like I'm my team. I said my team rep, Jesus. I said them all. Go check out Pastor Jalon Calhoun on the digital music streaming platforms. And with that being said, let's go ahead and bring up my co-host with the lovely Brittany Marley. And everybody know Mr. Ben Zell Washington, Ben Johnson, the Charger fan. <laughs> I, up, couldn't, I couldn't stop it. Amen. Praise God. Where can they find you? What's up, everybody? You can find me on Instagram at I am Brittany Marley. And every Tuesday at Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly.blogspot.com for amazing testimonies. Check us out. All right. Yeah, you can find me at Benzel underscore Washington 1993, weapon for all the 90s babies. Also, I do a podcast with my wife called Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast. We talk about all types of uh, relationship things, uh, marital things, single things. Uh, anything to do with the, the bedroom and everything like that, too. Also, I do editing. I do producing. So if you ever wanted to have like a video or have like a, a play or anything that you want, you know, edited, shot and produced, uh, hit me up at BJ 883169 at gmail.com. Amen. Give them some kudos. If you just watched our intro video, Ben Zell Washington, 93. You see it on the screen. He made that. He actually put it all together. He edited. He got all of our shout out videos and and did the music and edited everything out. It's dope. Check him out. And uh, one thing I would want to say is this. Share, like, and subscribe. All my people on Facebook, like the Facebook page. All my people on YouTube, make sure you like 
our channel. Make sure you like this this video that you're watching. Like you're watching this. It takes like 10 seconds. Just, just push the button right there. There you go. Share, like, and subscribe, everybody. And if you have not, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel and download the Anointed Radio app on Roku. We on TV, y'all. Mama made it. I'm just saying. I want y'all to make sure you can see all of our previous shows, movies, and other radio shows on Roku. So why not? And it's free. So go watch it. Go check us out. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into our guests. And we have our great guests coming out of Milwaukee. All right. I said that right, right? Milwaukee. You said it right. We I call it, it right. Chillwalkie, but you Milwaukee is the correct term for it. But we call it Chillwalkie here on the Underground 9.0. Okay, so Chilwaukee, so it means that it's cold out there. Yeah, man, it's it's cold right now, fam. It's cold right, and it's gonna get colder, brother. We gonna see some twenty five and thirty belows before it's over with. My my my! Thank God I live in Vegas. Yeah. So everybody, Doctor T and Lady T Whitley from Movement Underground Nine Point Everybody, give a round of applause They're on onto the platform. Thank you, sir. So where can they find you? Well, uh, first of all, before, if it's okay with you, before we go in there, first of all, I just want to thank you, man, um, Pastor Jay and all of your hosts, man, for allowing us to be on this platform um, as we were kind of speaking in back studio. Um, we don't have many opportunities like that. We're the interviewers. So for somebody to reach out to us and want to interview us is definitely a pleasure, man. And we just appreciate your platform and your gift and um, our privilege to be on here. We are Movement Underground 9.0, the number one social media podcast in the nation. We are the hip hop church, man. And you can find us everywhere on IG, on Facebook and on YouTube, Movement Underground 9.0. Hey, man, where can they find you personally? Well, you can go to Tony Whitley um, on Facebook. Um, Dr. Tony Whitley Jr. on IG, um, Letitia Whitley on Facebook, Letitia Whitley on IG. And so we, you know, our personal stuff, man, we we, we ain't doing too much on there, brother, because we just in love, brother, and we just try to live it. <laughs> we just try to Amen. live the love. But we do a little bit on social media, but our main stuff is what we do in ministry, man, um, as it pertains to the movement underground 9.0. Amen. 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 Well, make sure you guys go and follow, go follow, go follow everybody that's watching and go share. We're going to talk about some good stuff tonight. I love when I interview an interviewer because most of the time it's the battle of the interviewing. And yes, yes, y'all be, be interviewing each other. Yeah. So um, make sure you follow, make sure you share all these people. I just want to say much love. And I got to do this. I did not do this in November. I apologize. I did say I was to continue to do this. This is a very, very happy time for some, but to some, this is a very hard time. So yes, make sir. sure you go and check on your people. Yeah, that's good. There's people that um, lose their family. There's people that have a lot of stuff that's going on. And you can be that hope that they need by a phone call and just listening, that's by it. just simply checking them up on social media. Hey, you good? We, we do a check. I love this brotherly check that's happening mm -hmm. um, on social media, but we need to do a, just a, a love check with yes, our loved ones yeah. and, and our family. I don't care if you got a beef because if that person died tomorrow, would you still feel the way you feeling? And, on, and you could be prideful now and say yes, but 
in the back of your mind, you know, that's going to bother you. So yeah. go and fix it now. Because us as Christians says, if, if you have an ought with your brother, you would to go to fix that ought with your brother or your sister. So mm-hmm. let's start actually living the word instead of speaking the word and 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 help somebody out this holiday. Help feed a, a family. If you know a family that's going through it, you know, sometimes it's very embarrassing. I, I've been there before where someone might not be able to afford to uh, feed their family on Christmas or have a new coat or, you know, we pass homeless people all the time. Don't be like the rich man and the poor man in the Bible. We need to actually go and help people. That's Love good. is to help. I was reading just recently is that you by serving people, you serve God. Hmm. So That's we got to get to that servitude mindset. You stop worrying about their words because I feel like a lot of times as soon as somebody give you attitude, as soon as somebody, you know, don't operate the way you want to, we ready to write people off, be petty, talk on Facebook about it and all that. No, just go and be loving because somebody That's was good. loving to you. That's good. So it's time to pass that this holiday season, especially because this is the highest suicide rate. I lost two of my good friends in the military during this time. Come on. So I, I take it serious because if if I could take my own words of advice and reach out, you know, just because it's been a strange and you might feel like, man, I ain't talked to him in a minute. All right. Well, since you brought it up, go do it. That's good. You might save a life. It's serious. I don't have the suicide awareness um number but we got google please if you are thinking about it please don't if no one if you think no one else cares pastor jake here hit me up in my dm i'll reach out to you because your life is important with that out and and put in the air and i'll be doing this until the new year amen so with that being said we're going to go ahead and go into our game hosted by miss Brittany marley all right, all right. Tonight we are playing Have You Ever? Okay, just simple questions. So let's get into it. The clean version, you know, this is anointed radio show, so it's very Amen. clean. <laughs> just to let you know, don't be nervous. Here we go. Have you ever been on TV? Yes, 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 we have. All right, all right. And the Mr. Celebrities out here, have you ever driven a sports car? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Not unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That sports guy got us in a lot of trouble back in the day. Oh, okay. So we um, drove it. Yeah, we yeah. drove it though. <laughs> have you ever eaten at a restaurant only to realize you don't have the money to pay? Facts. Big no, facts. Never. No. Big facts. I'm rolling away. Nope. I'm from the ghetto. No. I big. I knew that. I was hungry. <laughs> Even in your younger college days, you ain't show up somewhere. No, no, uh, no. I did have to go to my car to get some change, but but I paid. Never for came it. back, did you? You're no, you I, never I paid came back. back. You're not talking about you and your dot and dash, sir. Oh, I've died already asked this question. I already said my story <laughs> on that one. Amen. All right, moving on. Have you ever forgotten your significant other's birthday? No, no, no. no. it be chaos for a week. No, I ain't doing that. No. A week. No, <laughs> she said just a week. Yeah, why would you even do that? Why would you even do that? Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Have you ever forgotten Valentine's Day? 
No. I don't celebrate Valentine's no. Day. Well, here, here's here's the issue with that question because now my wife have established with me that Valentine's Day is for the woman and Sweetest Day is for the man, and so um, we had to kind of make some adjustments. I'm still trying to get off the Valentine's Day for her. I still I think I still do stuff for Valentine's. She still do it for me, but the Sweetest Day I haven't really given that up yet. I think you know I've been doing some on Sweetest Day too. So we never forget it though. I don't celebrate it because you shouldn't take one day to show love. Look at the creature. I'm I'm serious. Look at him being deep. I ain't being deep. Me and my wife established that years ago. Celebrate Valentine's Day every day. For real. If you don't get, if you don't go to the store and be like, oh, my wife will like this or my husband will like this, then I I don't know. I don't know about y'all. That's what I do. I'm going to speak for my household. Amen. Have you ever, (laughs) (laughs) have you ever lied to get out of something you didn't want to do? What age? At any point, just have you ever, ever. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Kid, adolescent, teenage, Uh, adult. Have you ever, ever, just ever. Yeah, of course. Everybody just repent right now. Right. (laughs) I feel like we've all done that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Have you ever fallen asleep talking on the phone? Absolutely. Yeah. Facts. With Lady yeah. T a couple of times. Absolutely. When we was courting. Right. Absolutely. All right. That's dating one on one. You'd be like, Are hey, you still there? Yeah. yeah, I'm up here. Okay. Mm-hmm. These kids mm-hmm. don't know nothing about falling asleep <laughs> and, on the and, phone. And that goes with right. your other question. That's when I lied too when she said, Are you asleep? I said, No, I'm still up. Yeah. Let's see. Have you ever milked a cow? Yes. No. no. On a field trip? So. Y'all ain't never milked a cow on a field trip? I'm from the city. No. I've yeah, seen it, know. but I just never did it myself. I Let felt scared to do it. No. I ain't do it. I have. And I was on the farm and I ain't do it. No. Nah, <laughs> we did it on the field trip. I did other stuff on the farm. I ain't messed that cow. Mm-hmm. Nah, My son did it. Car was too big. Trip. See, I did it like on a field trip too. Okay. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I got one. If you went on a trip to a cotton gin, would you pick cotton? No. What? I would. No. There was a real story like that. Some kids went. No, no I, actually, I think I speak um, for the whole black community when I yeah. say I don't think that we're gonna do. That. I would. So, I would. I'm a fool like that. I would have grabbed the whole plan. No, we have land down in Tennessee where they're renting and they're actually growing cotton on it right now. When I take my family down there, they're able to walk around and see it. Um, and touch it and all that kind of stuff. We ain't picking it like that, but but, but we we rent out the land to, to grow it. No, thank you. I'm with you, lady. I'm gonna just try. It. No, Actually, I did try it. I did it once. I'm good. Uh, it was in Georgia. Have you, have you ever had to fight off a wild animal? Yes. Does a pit bull count? I was gonna say, do a stray dog count? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, we can go with that too. You've had to oh, fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, do what you got to do, you know. Everybody got to fight off a wolf in Lake Tahoe. No, we 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 from five three two zero six. This dogs running loose all the time. Okay. Yeah, so we didn't have to fight off some dogs. Wait, Jaylon, you say you had to fight off a wolf? Is that what you said? Yeah, we. So I feel like God was trying to punish me because we were throwing snowballs at cars. (laughs) What? And then we saw on the left of the wood line something white that was moving, and it was a wolf. And then me and my cousins left our younger cousin who was like, I think like four or five. And I said, if the wolf eats her, we're going to get beat. So we had to go back. So we start screaming and throwing rocks at it and all kind of stuff. And it ran off. Actually, it didn't run. It backed off like a G and start howling. And you know, when they howl, that means they're calling friends. Okay. And then we got our little cousin and we just dipped. 
and we didn't go back close to the wood line after that. Okay. I'm still mm. stuck on you left her. And the only reason Bruh, she couldn't run <laughs> and it was snow. So <laughs> everybody for themselves until we remind ourselves about that whooping. We was like, ooh. Survivor of the fittest, huh? That that whooping will make you fight somebody with a gun. Be like, what? No. Yeah, yeah. Let me go back. I'll fight yeah. a wolf before I get a whooping. Yeah. Just mm. like that's a powerful mm. whooping. Mm. <laughs> All right, next one. Have you ever uh talked your way out of a ticket? Absolutely. Yeah, a couple of times. Nah. <laughs> I haven't been fortunate enough. I just got one too. Yes. That's funny. Uh-uh. Okay. Not right. you just got one. Yep. It happens. It happens. Have you ever bumped into a celebrity at the most random place that you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Airport. Yeah, the airport. The grocery. Like, store. like what's like what's a random place? Like, like a store or something? Just like, somewhere you would you just show up at you wouldn't expect to see. You know, you wouldn't expect to see them. Yeah, I, no, I ran in. The, I ran in the past of Jay in Vegas at an event. Right. All right, oh, now, celebrity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he I, I was like backstage. I didn't, I, he a superhero too. I, he's a celebrity and a superhero. He dances with wolves. I ran into uh, Eddie Winslow, aka Darius McCreary, in the grocery store, and I had a double take. I was like, that's really Darius McCreary. That's Eddie Winslow. I grew up on Family Matters. It was dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was Steve there? No. No, Steve wasn't there? Okay. No, it was the grocery store. I actually found out that Eddie lives close to me, so he was at that same grocery store by my house. That's oh, cool. cool. Nice. Two more. Have you ever been in been in a tornado? Yes. Nah. Thank God. No. No, no, no. no. We heard the siren, but it wasn't. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't come in the city, though. Mm. I was in the military and three touchdown at the same time. Mm-mm. And the siren went off, and we had to stay in the building. And it was bringing hail balls down. It wasn't even like like drops. It was balls of ice. And I got to make an insurance claim because it put so many dents in my car. Jay Long, oh. you are a modern day Superman. I mean, you fight wolves. I'm done you fight with you. Yeah. Man, yeah, the most interesting you. man in the uh, gospel radio. <laughs> I tell y'all. I try to tell y'all. Superhero. And this last one is just for the couple. All right. So here it is. Do you remember your first date and what was it? Ooh. Come on, Lady T. The <laughs> Come on. The cheese place. Yeah, the castle. The yeah, cheese the castle. Cheese castle. So yeah. it's 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 we in Wisconsin, of course, and y'all know we famous for cheese and all that kind of stuff. So about maybe about 45 minutes away from the city, it's this um land historical market. It's a cheese castle where they got all different types of cheese and food and desserts and all that kind of stuff. So we just took a drive. Um, just talked for about an hour on the drive, went yeah. to the Cheese Castle, ate some dinner, yeah. ate some dinner, and then drove back home. And, and that was our first public date. Yes. Okay. Nice. Did you remember I, without her? Because you remember without her having to tell you? Yeah, I planned it. Okay. <laughs> well, you said I had to ask. You said, come on, Lady T. I had to ask. I planned it. I planned it. I, I, I'm you the said I had to do my thing. I had to yeah, make sure. Nah, brother. Our, our motto is you first, me second. So I'm, I'm going to plan it. And she always look out for me first. And I always try to look out for her first. So nobody's left, never left second. That's a good thing over here. That's good. Yeah, girl. All right. Um, the end of the game. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> Give a little few shout outs. We got Marvette, the artist out there. She said she dined the dash before. See? That vet. Yep. Vet. 
and and then we got my cousin out there, Mr. Church out there. That's what, that's our fam right there. Okay. Yeah, Church Church. And then Miss Marvette said I got a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Now so I think about it and I had to like think I remember this one time when I was 18 I was in Denny's and we did Dine and Dash. I do remember that part. That was me and my wife's first date. And she yeah. and then she was embarrassed because she said I was ghetto. So she paid for it. I said, go to the car. I'm gonna go. I, I gotta go to the bathroom. Go to the car. I'll meet you out there. She said, no, because I know what you're about to do. I said, man, see, I got married. This girl, see, she know all my antics. <laughs> Good. It'd be like that. It is what it is. I was young. My Lord. Hey, pray for me, Ben. So one thing that we're going to go into, and I, I kind of want to talk about, because we kind of talked about how you guys got together. So okay. when did you, well, first of all, you, you said you're from Wisconsin and, and you guys are in Milwaukee, right? Chilwaukee. Chilwaukee, yes, sir. And um, when did you first start doing ministry together? Because a lot of times it's, it's, it's very kind of rare to see couples doing ministry together. Well, um, we really can't even talk. I think we will have to go back to our friendship first. Um, we have been friends for, for many years and um, worked together for some years. And then, you know, I went through a divorce. And uh, once when I went through my personal divorce and everything, and um, um, the day that I signed the document, um, God showed me clearly that Lady T was my wife. And so the day that I signed the papers, I went right to her and told her um, what God showed me. And we started courting from that point. And uh, we already have been, you know, um, you know, from from a serving standpoint, um, always been focused on just helping people and doing ministry. But when we birthed the, the Reviving Faith Movement, which was our second church plant, um, um, and then now we have the Movement Underground 9.0, um, we've been doing ministry since the Reviving Faith Movement. And um, one thing that's been a blessing to me is that um, to have a wife that is that it's not a power struggle in ministry. A lot of couples go through power struggles. Um, in ministry because people don't understand the order or they think it's a dictatorship. No, in in, in this um, relationship, we know that uh, we have a passion for Christ. We have a passion for each other. And so um, the main thing that's been a blessing to me is that this woman allows me to be myself and I allow her to be 100% herself and we just support each other and drive and, and, and do what all we do to, together. So um, ministry is, is our life, is what we do. Uh, we love serving. We don't see ourselves doing anything else. I don't want to do all the talking, Lady T. Come on, jump on that real quick. Um, no, um, our first uh, ministry we did, I know we went in January, like 17th in 2018. You know, we know the dates. Yeah. Um, we went bowling. Yeah. And then from there, we did ministry Sunday on together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that was the date um, outside of everything that he shared. Yeah. Yeah. She knew the dates. To the T. Man, she got a diary, man. She got a journal, brother. She got I she heard that. I, she get she recorded all the times I kissed her and all kind of stuff, brother. My God. Of course. That's what we do. That's what y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> I told people, I'm like, we married you the first time we saw you. We knew you you was married to us and you ain't even knew that. Like, not no, <laughs> you didn't even knew that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I heard that. So it's funny, like my, my wife tells me that all the time. She, she was like, the first time I saw you, I, I knew you were gonna be it. I was like, okay. You didn't know, but we knew it. Look. Yeah, yeah, they knew it. That's true. That's how so, so I have to ask this. What was the thing that inspired Movement Underground 9.0? Because you already had a, a movement. 
you had the yes, revival sir. movement. So what yes, inspired you to get to um, doing the movement underground 9.0? And why is it 9.0? Was it 1.0 before? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll say what expired. I'll let him say the 9.0. Um, what expired, it was the pandemic. When they shut everything down, we were forced to um, move from the movement that we had. And um, one of the parents in our daycare came in contact with um, COVID, so we had to shut down. Mm -hmm. And we binged, watched um, Hip Hop Evolution. And then God spoke to my husband and told him, that he never told him to stop DJing. He never told him to stop doing what he did. And I'm gonna let him go from here. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll go backwards and forwards a little bit. Um, what, what ended up happening was, um, I had, we, this is our third ministry plant. The first one I pastored for about eight, nine years, very traditional, um, suit and tie, um, straight up and down and just um, non-denominational, but a very, very influential from a Kojic background uh, was that first ministry plant. Um, the second one, um, God began to wean us from a, a, a traditional mindset. I started um, wearing my baseball hats and my jeans. One thing that was very unique about our ministry is that I didn't feel that the setting allowed us to really fellowship. And, and, and one of the things that fellowship produces is for us, the Bible says, um, know them that labor among you. And so what I would do, we would do some traditional things with scripture, prayer, praise and worship. But right after that, we would go into the fellowship hall and have breakfast together for 45 minutes to really get to know one another. Then I would teach for about 35 minutes and that would be our service. And so, as my wife said, when the pandemic hit, um, everything shut down and, and simultaneously we had got a, a letter from the, the, the space that we released and that we, they were expanding their business. We needed to find somewhere else to worship. And, um, we have a business in our home too. Me and my wife have, uh, 23 years of peace in childcare. So we have a, a childcare facility together as well. And so we were shut down for COVID for 14 days. And like she said, I'm binging, um, I'm a hip hop head. I'm binging hip hop evolution. And the Lord clearly spoke to me, said, I never stopped telling you to be who you are. And I want you to come out of the traditional church and go into um, a virtual church that's watch this, that um, we still love traditional church and we help the millions. But there are billions of people that will never come inside of a sanctuary that need the Lord. And so that's how the movement Underground 9.0 was birthed. It's a movement. At the same time, we saw something on Harriet Tubman. So God said, take them from religious bondage to relational freedom. So that's the underground and nine is the number of manifestations. So that's the name of our, our podcast movement underground 9.0. That's it. That's dope. That's that, that, that's dope. So when you think about how many people, cause I used to say this a lot, that a lot of people are so scared um, in church that about losing members to another church. Right. But okay. then if you look at the outside, there's like a mega church out there mm -hmm. due to the fact that um, no one's even tapping into it due to a fact that they don't want to help develop. They want to preach. But yeah. when you look at a lot of times in the church that they don't develop in the person so that That's the good. person could feel comfortable, so the person could start to learn. It's more like I'm giving you rules of what you can and cannot do. Come I don't on. care what you are doing. I don't care about what your habit is. I don't care about how you feel. I don't care about anything about you but to tell you what not to do. And, and one thing I could say is because I always was the questioner. You know, I, I came mm -hmm. from a background where I always questioned a preacher and, and I would get backlash and i'm thinking if you go to school and you go to school and you ask a question and they kind of give you backlash or overlook your question are you mm -hmm. really learning 
Or is no. that teacher just passing you along and then expecting you to know what you're supposed to know? Or so, do they really know the answer? Or, or they don't know the answer. <laughs> that <laughs> part too. Answer, yeah. So when so coming out of the traditional, what was some of the things that you um, experienced? What is some of the things that you kind of encountered when you did that transition? Because I know a lot of people, you know, you you change from being traditional and then now going into a non-traditional way mm. what was some of the things that you encountered during that that transitioning time go ahead and testify lady t um well as my husband always say a lot of people said we were going to hell um a lot of people that you thought were down for you were not down um including family a lot of people um i, I put a post out the other day and it was like if our family supported us like we needed them to we'd be there already because everybody got a lot of family Mm-hmm. And it's that that's the biggest problem in anybody's journey is their family. Yeah. You want your family to support you and your family is too close to see what you got going on. Yeah. And so that was one of our biggest issues was family, friends and foes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of the concern that we faced um, coming into this transition was that we noticed um, in my experience in, in, in pastoring and just studying the word that um, religion had become a bad word in the body uh-huh. of Christ. And so now um, in layman's term, religion should be your righteous regimen on how you relate to God and relate to people. But unfortunately, the traditions of men have made the word of God of non effect. And so now we're finding that 80 percent of the stuff that they told us was taking us to hell really wasn't taking us to hell. Uh-huh. It was a lot of legalism. It was a lot of lordship. And so um, one of our mandates was two things get back to a relational plane, knowing that everything um, you're known to be my disciples based on how you love one another. God's number one agenda was to send Jesus to die for us, for us, not just to keep put stuff in the atmosphere, but the focus was coming out of the spiritual realm and really apply it to the horizontal realm. And, and, and we've gotten so well, um, so far away from the great commission and the great commandment. So when we started stop, and, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but when we stopped living a double life, because we had a church life and a regular life and a real life where um, I couldn't listen to Sm- Snoky No Fear when I was trying to be intimate with my wife. I wanted to listen to some Fat Luther. And so, Fat Luther. yeah, Fat Luther. Not <laughs> Fat Luther with the curl that don't curl yeah. all the way. Yeah, And so what we noticed is that a lot of things that they were telling us was legalism. And they didn't give us the wisdom to know how to balance out. Watch this, that we can listen to some things and still love the Lord and love people, but it didn't compromise our walk with God. And so I love hip hop music. I lose a lot of music um, in our podcast. And so with that, when we started and people heard some of the music, they missed the whole flavor of the podcast. Every segment is relational. Every segment is resources. Every segment is unity. Every segment is love. Every segment is we're going to teach you. One thing you said in the back studio passage, and I want to pass it back to you because I think you need to bring it out on this podcast. You, you, you refer to this thing that's been missing in the body of Christ for generations. We teach from these four planes, information, revelation, but you pointed out this thing called application. We're telling people about the word, but we're not living it before them. And the Bible says that you are a living epistle read by all men. We've been talking too much and not doing enough. And now we have an issue with a lot of legalism and people getting very hurt and disappointed and they calling it church hurt when it's really people hurt. I'm going to start right there and pass it back to you, Pastor Jay. Man, that's deep. I had a whole show about church hurt 
And when you come down to it, it's always pointed to a person that affected that church hurt. And just to, I'm going to preach on this. um, It's something for people to think about when someone gets burnt by somebody, it's just like if you got physically burned, when someone is trying to heal you, like if you're in a hospital and try to touch you and try to get you to be better, you automatically are sensitive. Yeah. So you wonder why people are so easily offended. You wonder why people are so easily ready to 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 leave or to be ducked off off you or, and to be done with the church. Well, they've been burnt before. Mm-hmm. And you got to give that to God because some things we try to do is like miss miss uh what is it called man malpractice it's like yeah. a malpractice we're doing a lot of things that we think you know or we've been taught or we've been told or we just give criticism and exactly. a lot of times you got to give them to god and understand that they're coming from a hurt place and you can't take it's like if you went to a mental institution and this person was cussing you out you would sit there and give them a pass like well they don't know better but if this person that you know at your job that you don't know nothing about their life Come on. Cussed you out. You ready to fight. Why are we so easily triggered to go after somebody? So it's, it, as as the body of Christ, we've talked about it on the show a lot, is that we have to get back to, like you said, application and being able to understand that you've been there before. That whole yes, treat people the way you want to be treated. Think about if you was in those shoes. Think if you was going through a divorce. Think if you was homeless. Think if you didn't have the things you got now that you probably take for granted. And would you be the nicest? Let's be real. Probably not. Come on. And you're not going to see past your situation, your pain, and your problems just because you might have said, you might have snapped at somebody. You might have went off on somebody. Well, everybody got their days. It's better to be nice to somebody than to be evil or wicked or even judgmental. Because it says, judge not lest you want to be judged. But we forget about that part of the Bible. Amen. So, Ben, go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, every week, uh, Jaylon, he uh, he sends us out, inter- he sends us out the interview and who we're interviewing and kind of gives a little bit, you know, backstory about what they're doing. And I, this week in particular, when I sat down with it and I read it, this is a really cool thing that you guys are doing here. Uh, a very uh, a unique thing that you guys are doing that it's it's not it's kind of. I wouldn't say it's it's a it's a newer type of thing, but I would say you, how you guys are doing it, it's 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 like you're reinventing something that I feel like needs to be out there. And I guess my question is, is well, I got two questions. My first question is, is you talk you told us about like the the negative that comes from it, but for the positive type of standpoints, what what type of uh, I guess uh, uh, feedback have you gotten from this type of movement in the positive sense? Um, We had a young lady actually testify that um, she was in the midst of taking some pills and going to commit suicide. And she turned on a Thursday straight Pino mix and the words that were said spoke to her and she, you know, made a different choice and chose not and text, text us and allow us to even share it on there. And so we saving lives, like real life saving lives. Um, and, you know, my husband always say the only person you can't see in the room is you. And so you don't really know the impact that you have. And you you step out on faith and you do these things. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the results. That's one of our biggest results. I will say that forever because that was one of the biggest results that for me that 
made me like really, really keep going. Yeah. Because you get discouraged when you don't get your family members, your friends, and we don't see the numbers. That's good. And so that really, really gave me, uh, it was a lot more with that one right there. That one, that one on the top. Yeah. I'll let my husband share yeah, some. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing um, for me, along with um, my wife's testimony, is that all the um, the brethren in the city and people that we were connected to before we made the transition um, that emailed or, or publicly said that um, what we were doing was demonic and that we were going to hell. Um, we took the role to invite them on the podcast. Oh, yeah. And um, when they came on the podcast and they experienced it um, live and in color, um, the testimonies were were conclusive and all the same. I've never had this much fun having church oh, yeah. before. It really deals with relationship. Y'all y'all serving the community. Y'all giving resources. Um, and then some some of the pastors have publicly repented to us and said, hey, um, we we missed this the wrong way. And, and, and now um, I think the breakthrough moment for us and the positive is when we had the opportunity um, to come out to Vegas. Um, I have been telling my wife the whole, the whole time when we birthed this thing is that a lot of times um, the Bible says a prophet is not received in his own home. I said, once we break the layer of our city, then our city will receive us. So after we came from Vegas, shortly after we came from Vegas, the mayor gave us a proclamation. Then he uh, got making, another one. Yeah. October 27th now is Dr. Tony wow. Whitley Jr. Uh, Movement Underground 9.8 because of the community work that we've been doing. So now. Um, uh, and we only boast in Christ, but we're we're thankful that now we've been we've been tagged a trailblazer, Come on. and now people are really really getting liberated in their walk with Christ and their relationships with people. Go ahead, Lady T. On top of the community platform that we share, we just had somebody call us tonight. Like we about to do this biggie. <coughs> Excuse me. We about to do this big event. Can we get on Sunday so we can show? You know, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the 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 way that we show people, show their their art, show their gift, show their music. Yeah. You can't put nothing on that. I'm not, I'm never knocking traditional church, but that's, where do we get to do, do the community? Even in announcements, we don't even say nothing about the community. Yeah. It's always what's in the church. And so I love that. That's one thing that we can do. Mm -hmm. um, the Bible say your gift will make room. And so we allow the gifts to make room on yeah. the show mm -hmm. and you, everybody ain't got the same friends. Yeah. And so there's a whole group of different people that can see it. And if you just touch one person, that's all we ask in one. Yeah. And so I love that part that, you know, people are actually calling us to get on the show to, so that we can help share whatever gift they, they have them. and expose them. And that's the foundation of what we do, man. We're a support platform and every yes. segment is supporting somebody's gift, somebody's entrepreneurship, um, what they're doing in the community. And we, uh, one thing that was a negative for us is that uh, even my mama said that she was like, you don't preach enough on the right. show because even the, the teaching platform, I share it with the guests and I moderate it with the guests. And so where there is unity, he, he commands can, his ability guilty. and his blessing. So our mandate, man, is bringing the body of Christ together in a very unique way. So I have I'm to so, say this first, ahead, right Jim. before Ben, um, you said something about your family and friends. One thing that I learned, because um, we've been in Anointed Radio's been in Las Vegas for a while now, and some people are just learning. Some people are realizing, like those pastors that you said about the platform, that it's not about you know any type of just one church is about me or whatever. It's about mm -hmm. sharing the platform. But one thing that I did realize, like how I met. Um, Miss Felicia, how I got to meet you guys is what you guys exactly explained. Um, it was ordained for you to go outside your city. Yes, sir. Because a lot of times you have to network with people to see your worth. 
See, when people see you all the time, people don't value you. Yeah. But when you go outside the city and they're like, man, you're doing this and you're doing that and you're doing this. Oh, how can I help you? Then you start meeting more people that have the same mindset. Everybody yeah. is not going to be able to understand your vision if they don't have the same amount of faith. Yeah. So that's one thing that is really I wanted to encourage to you guys, especially with you guys, you know, starting off into it. Because I remember like people, yeah. Yeah. man, I, I'll take it back. When I first started pastoring in Las Vegas, they called me the Internet preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was the yeah. I was doing Facebook lives Come on. for my my family and friends in California, and I was uh, all the people in my ministry back there that wasn't here in Las Vegas, and they couldn't see me preach anymore. So Come I was on. doing it for my family and friends. And now it's funny because a friend came up to me and said, "Remember when they called you an internet preacher?" And now mm -hmm. look at COVID. Look, look at look at what happened. So it God. Is going to make you know people thought Noah was strange until yeah, the situation yeah, yeah, happened. Yeah. So you, it brush it off like like Jesus said. If they don't accept it, you know, brush off your feet and go to the mm -hmm. next door and don't even let that even bother you because it can manifest and it can fester. And you'll sit there and be like, man, I've done so many things for so many people, and it's sad that they can't push a like, they can't push a share. They can't, you know, you know, preaching, do some type of support because you would think that the people, especially the people you need to put some money in their pocket. Come on. Oh, don't get me started with that. So it's just like those things. you got to realize that your, your your biggest fan is going to be people that don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what Pastor Jay, what we did, we we decided to, to focus our faith in this perspective. Um, pain is fuel for purpose. And so when we when we get hurt and disappointed by some of um, the reactions of people around us and our family members, that pain ended up being fueled to really, really drive our purpose um, to know that. Um, and we, we, we refer to this statement uh, many times. The storm comes to do two things, either destroy you or carry you where you need to be. So we allow it to carry us where we need to be, man. Um, well, well I, I did have a, a fun question to ask you guys as well. Um, and I'm so glad you guys kind of uh, picked up where I was kind of going. It's with your interviews, right? And uh, yeah. I heard you say earlier, you said nobody uh, likes to, no, not nothing you said, nobody interviews the interviewer or something no, like that, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you, what was your funnest, and both of you, I want to hear both of you guys, what was your funnest interview and why? Come on, Lady Tay. Um, I was on with this lady named Dr. Whitehead, and what was so fun was every time she said something good, she was like, we go drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, let me get my drink. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. And um, just, you know, being in the seat, I was nervous. And they like, you do this all the time. And so just having her warm me up with the little drink thing. That was the funnest interview I had. Yeah. The um the funnest interview to date since we've been in the industry was when we was out in Vegas and myself and Pastor J, Lady T, um, shout out to DJ Quest. We all triple team um Emmanuel, formerly known as the truth, and interviewed him together. And we tag team off and we was hitting him. We was drilling him with some good old questions. 
and um, probably um, got some of the best um, teaching in that little eight minute segment with him um, that I've heard from him um, as 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 a teacher. And so just watching us share the platform, um, collaboration, no competition. That was the funnest interview um, that I've had to date outside of all the crazy interviews um, that we see every Sunday and Thursday yeah. on the show. We get we get some doozies on the show because we like to have fun. And Mary Howe do it like medicine. So uh, we be clowning on the show all the time. That's good. I kind of want to move into like a love segment here <laughs> um, because we see how you guys are. Obviously, the love is there. The connection is there. Oh, God bless you. Um, the connection is there. So within your movement, um, do you guys offer any type of marriage counseling, pre-marriage, uh, premarital counseling? And how do you bring, uh, I guess, aspects of your relationship into into that, if so? Come on, Lady T. Um, we do for marital couples. And then a lot of people just call us on the side, just asking for advice. Mm -hmm. um, with the marital couples, he have a module that he does. And then I'll, I'll let him explain that. But with me, I'm just real with the ladies. Mm -hmm. I um, um, My name is, a lot of people like you, um, a first lady. I'm a lady first. And so I'm real. I'm not going to tell you go bust his windows. I'm going to tell you to get it out. And, you know, it ain't worth it. So I just be real with ladies and my husband always say, if you let a person talk long enough, they'll say they answer. Yeah. So majority of the time I'm listening and then I'm helping you answer and giving you, um, I tell people I'm not a life coach. I'm a life advisor. I'll mm. give you some options and you pick and choose what works for you. Yeah. I'm never going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to help you see outside the box because remember you can't see you. Yeah. And so there's other, one thing we do, um, my husband always say, the only thing you have to offer people is your experience. Mm -hmm. And so based on my experience, when I'm talking to people and God dealing with me in the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. we work it out. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I'm I'm 100% real with them. I don't straight P. I'm straight P. Yeah. No mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we do. Um, I'm, I'm, I have a, um, a doctoral degree in theology, so I'm certified in credential. So I do do marriage counseling. Um, like my wife said, um, we have a lot of people that we're close to that call. Um, for just counseling in that regard, um, have the privilege to um, have um, several pastors that reach to me for pastoral counseling and things of that nature. Okay. When it comes to marriage counseling, we do have a module. It's, it's like a three to six session module that we go through um, with couples. But the main thing um, that have really been a blessing for us is really, as my wife said, um, being able to share our experience to help people get through their experience. Um, watch this motivated by the Holy Spirit and the word of God. And so being able to do that, um, um, this is both our second marriage, um, both of us on both ends. And then a lot of men don't like to talk about it. And I'm glad that um, Pastor Jay has the liberty for us to be free on here. Um, both of us have ex experienced domestic violence on both ends. Um, a lot of men don't like to talk about um, the domestic violence that we go through as men, but um, um, we've both been through those type of situations. And so now um, we thank God that number one, he delivered us out of those situations. Number two, that we have enough experience to know, okay, this is what real authentic love is. Right. Um, unconditional love is just not um, you taking stuff from people. Unconditional love is the wisdom of Jesus on knowing how to manage these relationships. Mm -hmm. And so um, our, 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 our relationship is just really, really free. Um, um, we believe that um, the woman has two spiritual arteries, security and trust. Brothers, if you cut that, your relationship going to bleed out and die. And for the man, it's loyalty and respect. And we understand the gender ma gender makeup and the love language for one another. So we make sure that we put that first 
um, and apply it towards my wife and she applies it towards me as her husband. Mm-hmm. I like that. All of that was good. I really like the, uh, what did you say, spiritual ed, uh, advisor, you said? Yeah. Yeah, a life advisor. Life advisor. There you Mm -hmm. go. Um, just because of the options that you give, not really giving somebody one specific thing, because one thing doesn't work, you know, for everybody. The same thing doesn't work for your relationship as it does, or your marriage as it does for Pastor Jay and Ben. You know what I mean? So I do like that you, you know, give different, you know, a variety of options for them to choose what best works for them. Since we're on this topic, let's keep going. I'm going to free somebody today. And I'm and this is for both of you guys. Okay. So you got a couple that got priors. And what I mean by priors has been an unfaithful uh, person in the relationship. Okay. So would you advise them in that situation? Well, it, it, it's just like sister. Um, I'm going to make sure I said it. Am I saying it? Brittany, is my saying it right? Sister uh-huh. Brittany, um, she said... And, and and if I can, if it's okay, Pastor Jay, I want to be a little bit churchy and I want to be able to go to the scriptures a little bit if I can. Go ahead. Um, um, the Bible is very clear. And if we look at first Peter three, and I love what Sister Brittany said, um, whenever you see the word likewise and therefore, that's a conjunction to pull um the prior scriptures or the prior obedience. And so in first Peter two, it gives us submit to government and all authorities and powers, but it says, likewise, ye wives, submit to your own husband, because watch this. All of us are differently, fearfully, and wonderfully made. That man has his own personality, his own makeup. So we go by this thing called the three Ps. Number one, know a person's position in your life, learn their personality, then push their passion. If you can do those three things, you can relate to anybody on any level. And so as it pertains to just, you know, dealing with things of that nature and dealing with the relational um, concept of what we try to do, we try to make sure that we understand order. My position over my wife is not a dictatorship. It's a responsibility. God is over Christ. Christ is over man. Man is over woman. And that's why the most famous message that we ever hear on Women's Day and Mother's Day, that that virtuous woman, he gives her the personality as a streams this because my wife's job is to make sure that where I have issues, she keep that sold up and help me get delivered and healed in those areas. So her responsibility, her covering keeps her safe. I, 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 can I say, like I say on the show, y'all put this in the comments. Submission is a place of safety. Submission is a place of safety. And I'm going to leave that right there and pass it to you. Okay, so who been cheating, the man or the woman? In this generation, it could be either one or both. Go ahead. Okay, so in your question. So for me, um, if it was a one-on-one and I'm dealing with the the woman um, and say she's been cheating on, first I would ask her, and I'm just being real, are you really over it? Can you really, really be with this person knowing what they done? Because that's one thing as a woman, we really, really be trying to do it. You know, you can't do that. Right. Ain't no way in the world that some of us, because I'm one of them. I'm, I can't, yeah, that's, that's I can't a, be with somebody that cheated on me that's a deal breaker and, and then wife. say, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a whole deal breaker. Because yeah. I'm finna wonder what she did that I ain't doing and I'm breaking my back. So what did I didn't do that you wanted? I ain't got time for that. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, the original content, can you really, really take this? Yeah. That's the first thing. Okay, if you can't, let's get some help. If you want to stay in this, let's get some help. Yeah. And I mean, I'm let them make their choices, but I'm giving you options on your reality. Yeah. I'm not going to keep telling you stay with this. And I know that you ain't built for this. Yeah. But if you want to stay in this, there's some help that you can get to try it. 
And if it don't work, then then you got to make you another choice. Yeah. But at the end of the day, just like God give us our choices, I will give the person the choice. Yeah. But there there's options in that. That's one thing that we um as church folks we cover up. Mm. Oh, let's pray over let's it. Pray over praying. what? Pray, yeah. Pray over what? What am I praying over? Yeah. Am I praying over my feelings, my heart, or praying over what? I mean, the deal breakers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm I'm down to the reality. And so if that was with me in a one-on-one, -on -one, that's how I would address that. Now, if it was with couple of my husband, we would, you know, see where they at. Yeah. I'd say, I don't meet you where you at. I got to see where you at first. So we can meet you. Then, then I can meet you. Yeah. And, and it all depends on the degree of deliverance in that individual um, as, as a couple. Again, what is the deal breaker? And, yes. And then the, Some people the, don't the, even have deal the breakers. The big reality is, um, particularly whatever side has the infidelity, are we willing to watch this sacrifice to go through the process of 100% opening yourself up? And I'm really talking to men of giving up all your past codes and giving up all that stuff to watch this, not put a Band-Aid over that cut artery called trust, but to actually start mending and healing it so she can trust again. So um, I love what Lady T said. It's, it's based on those individuals and those couples' reality yes. of what they can emotionally and mentally take. A lot of people um, stay in stuff way too long Absolutely. because um, now they, it's just a power struggle, and they just just you know watching out, and they they living in in, in that torment because they never could get healed from it. And so, and and watch this: a person has the right and the, and the choice not to want to be healed from being damaged like <laughs> Absolutely. that. So you just got to kind of gauge where they are. And and where they at before we can decide if we can help them move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. said submission is security. Is it's that what you Submission is a place of safety. And, and we see that according to Psalms 91, um, he that dwells in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. And we saying we got to make submission a couple, a, a good word. We got to make it biblical again. We, we used to it. We are Western hemisphere thinkers. So when we think submission and we make it painful, no, right. that covering is a responsibility. It's not painful for my wife to be protected by me and me for, for me to provide for her. That's not painful for her. That covering is, is like what Jesus said, the comforter must come. So if I'm her covering, it should be a comforter to her, not something that's squeezing her and paining her. Exactly. Um, I only ask that just because um, I have Dr. Tony Evans study Bible. Right. And so he breaks that down in the Bible as far as submission goes. So it's kind of like since we're talking about cheating. Right. Um because I want to know kind of how you you would counsel a man who has cheated, you know, because mm -hmm. I guess with submission, you know, as a woman, <laughs> like you said, safety, security, responsibility, you want to submit to somebody who you do feel safe with, who you Absolutely. do trust. So it's kind of like when you cheat, you break that trust. So now under by law. God's law, you know, God, husband, woman, I'm no longer obligated to submit to you because you broke that, you yeah. know, you broke that trust. So Dr. Tony Evans pretty much says that like, once you break that trust, once you step out, once you do something, I'm really no longer, or the woman is no longer obligated to submit to you. So it's no longer like God no longer calls on the woman to submit to you in that way, because you've not ruined it, but you, like I said, severed it. Okay. Can I say something? Go ahead. Jump on that. I feel like that, that, stands only until you make an agreement if you finna be, still be with them. Because mm -hmm. a woman will say, um, they'll stay with him and say, I didn't forgive him. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. You forgave him without saying it. 
You didn't say that this wasn't this, and you didn't put this to this, this, this. So, ma'am, you did forgive him. That's what I'm busy. Yes, ma'am, you did. And so that only stands if you said, I'm done with you, we gone, let's separate, Mm -hmm. and we through. But it doesn't stand if we're still in the same house and we still making dinner and we still doing some of the same things. Y'all might not kiss before you leave no more, but, you know, you call he calling, checking on your lunch. You know, some of the routine is still there. And as women, we have to sometimes we have to realize and recognize that it don't stay in something. And don't think because you didn't say nothing that we they know what's going on. You have to make it known. Yeah. And, you know, if it's not established, then, you know. That that I believe that that word only stands for when you walk that's out. That's good. Like it don't stand for when you staying together and y'all still he in the, he on the couch and you yeah. in the room, but y'all still co-parenting, y'all still co-living, cohabitating. Yeah. That that don't stand. Yeah, we and that's what we do. No, I think I think that it's like if you are staying right, like you said, establishing it, like right, like yeah. the man. You can't expect me. Not saying this is about to be a disrespectful relationship. Like we got to work through it, but you can't expect things to be. Like right off the bat, how they were like you, the man has to understand like you have you've broken that. So it's kind of like, like you said, that word established is key, like establish what our reality is now. Like we're going to work through this. We're going to work it out. But you Mm -hmm. have broken something. So it's kind of like you can't you can't the man can't have the same mindset in that moment towards the woman because you've messed you've messed up. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what it is. It's kind of like. Yeah, I think that's what he's talking about. As far as to to that, um, a lot of people, if they still have that same mindset, because if if a if a conversation was said, and they're now taking the steps, if they're taking the steps, because a lot of people just you know act like, especially could we be real, black folks, we put things under the rug and act like it never happened. Come on, so you leave that little sore spot. And mm-hmm. that insecurity start festering in, and Come then your the relationship gets toxic. That's where a lot of domestic violence come from. Absolutely, These unsaid situations not being healed, and those blunt conversations mm-hmm. not being said. Because a lot of times we sugarcoat. Because let's be real. In the church, we sugarcoat when it gets to situations like these. Yeah. Like a lot of people, we we could we could go to church and praise, but when you talk about, oh, well, it's acting a fool at church. A lot yeah. of people will say that very covered up word. We'll pray for it. Yeah. Instead of saying, right. "Are y'all really done? <laughs> what What's gonna happen? Well, you know what? You know what are you doing to do to make it better? Instead of yeah. just acting like it never happened, because somebody is waiting for. Because can I tell y'all something too? It's something that I, I've learned in all these years. Sometimes people are just waiting for you to say, "I'm sorry." That's it. That's That's a, it. I, this is one of the biggest things I say, Pastor. People are waiting for you to apologize and um, have accountability. That's Once it. you've done them, people still be mad. Like, you got what you wanted. Yeah. What else do you want me to give you? Yeah. And you can give people that and they still holding on. And I mean, I have seen people still hold on. And I'm like, they gave you accountability and they apologize. They can't show you they turned the other way because you're still mad. You yeah. can't see if they conduct change, right? Because you, you ain't giving them a chance. Yeah, you got to give them out to tell We we want people. We act like we want people to get on their knees and beg and go back in time well, and make more, a different it's, choice. What's well, more, Lady T, is is not is getting caught up in the emotion of wanting somebody to feel the pain that, that you, you felt. Feel, that's you it, know, and that's what a lot of that's couples real. Um, struggle with. And to answer your question, Sister Brittany, with with the what would we give to the men to the man? 
the first thing is we got to understand that we're in the dispensation of, of men that are not affirmed. The families have been fragmented. Um, there was no head in the house. We have um, irresponsible men have birth independent women. Y'all shouldn't have to carry that cloth and lead the families and raise children on your own. But we were irresponsible. And so now you have a, a generation of men that are not affirmed. And the number one thing that men affirm themselves through is to watch this being affirmed through physical touch or being built up as a man as being macho. So a lot of men that cheat, they looking for affirmation. And so when I start counseling them, we got to get to the core of, OK, how do we get you delivered and healed from lack of affirmation? Because if we don't address that. It'll come that that it'll it'll lay dormant when they get caught. Men will get caught, and I like what Pastor. Let's just talk real. We'll get caught, and we'll put we'll give everything up, and we'll give all our passcodes up until that that thing that's laying dormant enough that we feel our wives ain't giving us no attention, or we ain't getting enough sex, or we not feeling respected. Come on, somebody, they out there, and then we somebody smile at us at the gas station, and the next thing you know, here we are creeping and cheating again. So. We got to deal with the core issue first, get them healed and delivered from the issues of being affirmed. And then watch this, have teaching modules with that couple for the wife to understand what makes that man or what helps him to be affirmed and what's what, what's labeled disrespectful and what's respectful. Because a lot of people, uh, my wife is very passionate. She's very animated and she's a talker. And so we had to establish that her just being her ain't disrespect sometimes. It's just her being her. <laughs> it's just her being her, just talking fast and talking loud. And then she had to understand that. And I'm, I'm going to be real on this podcast because I came out of some abusive stuff. I'm sensitive in the area of loud noises in the house. And I don't argue at all. I don't do arguing. I don't like yelling. I don't like arguing. My pastor told me it take two to argue. So I realized the revelation that if I don't argue, there would not be any argument. So we had to balance and adjust to the dynamics of what we've been through as two individuals to make that the priority to make sure that Jesus can heal us and we don't hinder Jesus healing us individually so we can be a whole couple. Man. Wow. That was, that was powerful. That was, that powerful. was deep. And you know, cause domestic violence, which I believe September was a domestic violence uh, <clears throat> awareness is something, especially with men, is not as something that especially coming up i guess you could say in in uh, uh, america especially and in our community it's not seen for us to say how we feel a lot of things happen where they they bury you know you'll never know that somebody is going through something and when the toxic situation happens one thing that i've realized is that it's october thank you Thank you, Marvette. Um, the one thing when I said when the toxic set in, a lot of things happen where it's not a relationship anymore. It's just mm -hmm. uh, I'm here. And one thing that I was looking at, I think my pastor brought this up, was saying about well, I'm not even talking about the unsaved folks. Y'all doing what y'all doing. Let's talk about I'm talking about the body of Christ. Come on. The divorce rate is very high and there's a lot of young people not wanting to be married in the body of Christ due to the fact of not having either the resources, the tools or the understanding of what really marriage is. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just think that if I get married it's because I, I could freely have sex, I could stay with the person, mm -hmm. I could be able to, you know, have this household, but not know how to deal with an individual. 
you know, that that person is an individual. A lot of times in marriages, it's optif, I guess you could say objectified, where some people just see what that person can provide instead of understanding the person's personality, their emotions, their emotional baggage, their trauma, their childhood trauma that they're attaching themselves to. And one thing that I see in a lot of marriages in the body is that they just go through torment without saying any conversation, without mm-hmm. saying any resources, mm-hmm. without trying to understand the root of it instead of just, you know, eventually, and this is probably a Tyler Perry movie, but it didn't happen. They, the person has been so uh, over it in their relationship. Then they start creeping and then, mm-hmm. and then the person leaves and then next you know it, some, a big drama happens in the church and the pastor like, what happened? I didn't even see that coming because the outside were the outside of the church situation was going on this whole time kind of brewing and festering. And one thing that I just would want to ask you if there's somebody in a marriage, because as a pastor, I've, I have advised because I can't say counsel because I'm not a counselor, um, advised a lot of people and pointed people back to Christ, especially all married people. If you've never read first Corinthians chapter seven, um, you should, uh, that that's, that's going to free a lot of you guys. Yeah. A lot of that, a lot of what marriage, <laughs> a lot of about a lot about marriage. Just go read it. I didn't until I was married. And I said, wow, I didn't even know all this stuff. Um, my my question to you is as a married couple came to you, what would you advise them if they're just living and they're just being married roommates? Because there's a lot of people in the body of Christ that's married roommates. They don't, they don't have intimacy intimacy anymore, they're not dating anymore, they're not even they don't even watch TV anymore. They in two different rooms, they get a bigger house so they could be in two separate sides of the house. What would you advise to that married couple that is married by paper, but technically two individuals that's just roommates? Share, share your testimony. First, I would say, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, if they would come to us to, um, I guess, want to rekindle, I'm going to add to your story. Um, I would ask them what we doing and how do we get to this place? Yeah. What's the original concept? How do we get to this place? And then we would go from there. Okay. The way we got out, let, let's, let's start. What do we like? What do we like about each other? Mm-hmm. You know, is there, is there any connection still? Cause sometimes we be trying to put something back together. that don't even spirit was broke for a reason. And it need to go on and not be glued and go far as the East as the West and don't meet no more. Right. And so we need to identify where are we at y'all? Cause it could be one person trying to rekindle and the other person could be so gone yeah. that they just one step from they bags is packed. They just waiting for you to say go. And so that would be my advice to find out where they at. And I'm 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 very, very big on where you at because I am not fit to sit here and go through hoops on yeah, trying to figure it out. Wasting time. I got asthma, so my <laughs> breaths are short. I'm gonna need all of them. Yeah. So that's that's where I would go. And, and, and me and Pastor Teach, we go so different. Yeah. And it's still in the same vein. But people know when they come to me, it's gonna be raw. Yes. It's gonna be what we doing. Well, you know, is we done and is we finished, mm-hmm. you know, so that's that's my spell. And then and then and then um, with that, again, it's assessing wh- where people are. And, and and what I was trying to lead Lady T into is that a lot of times um, we take the, the, the vow so literal that we don't understand that um, marriages can spiritually die. Come on. Marriage is spiritually dead. Then you know, to death do us part. The, the death ain't no more life in this ain't relationship. No more, ain't no more life in this relationship. And so, 
um, part of the module that we do. And this is for people that want to, if they want to get back into a healthy place. Um, the first part of the module that I do with people is very, very basic, but very profound. Um, we, 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 we go through a teaching module of first Peter three to give them their gender identity and the spirit. And then they have to do homework where they have to go and write 10 things with a combination of three areas. What drew you to the person, what you admire about the person and what you love about the person. Mm. So then when they, and they got to keep their list separate, they come back to me for their first session. They face one another and we do, we go back and forth, starting with the man. And what happens in every segment is this. They find out that it was something that they never heard before, something they hadn't heard in a long time and something that they, 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 they heard, but they needed to hear it again. And so then after we get done with it, because what we do is we lay a foundation of they love with the 10 items. We go through two sessions of 10 and then they have to put it in a common place, either on their refrigerator or their bathroom mirror. So when somebody start tripping, remember why you love me. It's all on the wall right there. Let's rehearse it again and go through it. If they want to move forward, the second part of the module gets a little bit touchy. Five things that you are responsible for that hindered your marriage, not what the other person did five things that you did that hindered the marriage, we get the same results. Something that they, some people didn't take accountability for some things, so they heard it from their spouse for the first time. They didn't even know if they was aware of these issues that you was taking responsibility for it. And then the last part of the module is, what is your one core issue with your spouse that we need to get healed from? That's the only time in the module that you can actually point across the table and say, this is the thing that we have to address and fix. And so it's about a six week module if they want to rekindle it, we take them through it. And um, it has yielded really, really good results for people who really submit themselves to the module. That's good. Deep. That was deep. Okay. So let's move from love and marriage and all that good stuff that got real spicy. And let's <laughs> talk about, <laughs> um, let's talk about, um, let's talk about some of your future projects that you guys have coming up. Okay. The things that you guys have previously done, because you got you guys just had an event that came up. Can you talk about that? Come on, Lady T. Um, we just had floss movement. Well, it's well, it's a mixer. Um, I started the group with my cousin. She was in a very dark space, and I'm gonna give you the quick version. Um, she was on medication. She didn't want to take it. She didn't want to go to therapy. She was like, I need my family, and so she just kept saying and kept saying and kept going back in a deeper hole. God gave me call a couple of my cousins. It was a group of us of five and let's just love on her. So I set the, the patio up community style plates out. God gave me some words to put. And it was amazing. Each word went with the woman. I put um, hurt. One of the women hadn't used the word hurt in a year. No, she had, she had hurt. She had hurt and she had been hurting. I had love. One of the women had, um, had used the word love. love in a whole year. I had new beginning. One of my cousins just got married. I had family. One just moved back from Vegas and I had forgiveness. I was battling it with forgiving someone. I did it, but I was still, you know, trying to stay away so that I wouldn't have to deal with what I said I'd already to forgave. Confront it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we burnt letters. We did this and it worked out for us. And we knew we had other women in the family that we needed to share with. It started with five, then it went to seven, and now we had 24. And so in the midst of it, I was like, y'all, let's do a mixer. 
I didn't want to call it a conference because we're a little hood. And so, <laughs> right. you know, I just wanted to, it's, it's names are important. Yeah. People don't understand that. Yeah. If we would have said it was a conference, we wouldn't have got the results. Yeah. We said it was a mixer. They understood what we did. Mm -hmm. And we was giving them a mix of just what we about, building on women, loving each other. We do a Tuesday um, study group. And they're like, what the study group about? Whatever you got to do. Somebody be prepping meals. Somebody be grading papers. Somebody yeah. be filling out applications. Somebody be doing paperwork. But we're account holding each other accountable. And then on Saturdays, we talk about a subject for a month. So we just gave everybody a mix of that, share some dope speakers where they could, one, reach out to them. I have two young ladies that want to reach out to the uh, man we had talking about mental health. And so, again, doing what we do mm -hmm. just in another vein. And so um, I chose the word floss because for me, floss is to show off and to to um to you know just show off and brag yeah. and you can show off and brag and not hurt nobody yeah. these words have been contained to be so bad that you can't even be proud of where you came from because you gonna hurt somebody's feelings yeah. well if you ain't trying to figure out how i got it then your feelings just gonna be hurt <laughs> why you going there lady T? because it's time <laughs> out for you holding what you got yeah. because of somebody can't understand what you got yeah. And not and not opening their mouth. You know, you ask and you have not because you ask not. You know, you ask and you shall receive. I Build tell people up. that all the time. So that's what we about. I didn't mean to go this long, but that's what we about. And we had some dope speakers. We had a lady join. We had three other ladies join yesterday. So it's about just empowering it, empowering each other, building these women and letting them know we got the same problems. Yeah. Stop looking at each other wrong and look up, look up and look up to each other and help each other build each other. Powerful too. Powerful speakers. Wonderful event, mental yes. health, um, team building, a lot of good yes. speakers. We did it. We don't believe in holding the Saints hostage. So it was it was a two hour service, brother. We got in and we got out and That's we ate it. good and um had some music and um danced and did all kind of stuff. So it was really good. And so that and that's just one of the tentacles and one of the arms that have been birthed. Um, through the community networks that we do here at the movement, we planned it in too much, y'all. Yeah, planned it in too much. Everything got expired when we came from Vegas, man. When we came from Vegas, brother. We've been grinding ever since. It. And so, um, um, but our, our our main focus, um, in about two weeks, um, Lady T is going to be launching her podcast called "I'm Just Gonna Say It." Um, I'll be her co-host on there, and so it'll be um, coming on. And and what you're hearing right now is what you're gonna hear time ten on her podcast. And so I can't that. wait. Yeah, that's how she get oh down. Man. She's your first subscriber. Can't wait. Yeah, she's just going to say it. And then the main thing is, and again, I, I don't mean to just keep being repetitive, but um, we're so thankful, man, because our biggest issue right now and um, what we do is just exposure, man. And that's what we're really trying to do. Just um, We just hit the plateau again, 10,000 followers on Facebook. Yes. And um, again, um, the, the spirit of God and that unity um, with you guys. Um, I'm in a series right now called Creators, Clones, and Clowns. Wow. And the creators are dealing with the remnant. God is really connecting us with remnant Christians, man, who are about collaboration and not um, competition, man, and really, really getting the gospel out so people can really be helped. And so, Pastor Jay, we really appreciate you, man, having us on this platform on tonight. Usually they don't put us together, Pastor Jay. Yeah. It's either him or me. Yeah, nobody he put us together. I want both y'all. Yeah, they don't put us together. They don't, they don't the do that. Package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I definitely would say you guys, your spirit was dope. Like when we first met, because I've been on plenty red carpets. Come on. My God. When you say that people are pushing and, and competing and in your shot and, and all kind of stuff, especially mm -hmm. from the, from, I could even say from the Stellars to the NAACP awards, you'll find a lot of people are not trying to collaborate. 
Come on. A lot of people are not trying to network. A lot of people are kind of into a, a single mindset. When I met you guys, you guys welcomed me. Hey, hey, this show city, come on. I was like, I never, and I've been doing this for a while. Got okay. got appreciate like like appreciate like, hey, no, go go ahead and do it. We doing this together. Usually it's like, well, let me go first, or let me do this. And first impressions is big because yes, a sir. lot of people. I, I remember the clubhouse days, clubhouse days. If you missed the clubhouse days in the beginning, you missed jewels because so many people were in rooms teaching about mm-hmm. what you, whatever you was trying to do. If it was in music, if it was radio, if it, whatever it was. And the number one thing that I, I heard in everybody's room was character. That's good. What people say about you when you are not in the room. And one oh. thing I can say about you when you were not in the room is that y'all are great folks. God is good, man. Thank you. And I I enjoyed y'all. We had a good time. Emmanuel, MC Nice, Miss Tiffany. We got to interview all of them. And and it was a great event. And it was a fun time being with other uh, creators, content creators, and and radio people coming together and being able to have a good time instead of everybody looking at each other like, what show numbers? Where are you from? Right, come on. That's true. That that gets so overwhelming and it and I, I loved what you spoke that is a time for creators to come together because there is a lot of people that think like us but they don't have the exposure that's it kind of like it. there's some great preachers out there but yeah. you can't see them because they're not having the platforms yeah because they're not worried yeah. about the platforms yeah they worrying about just one because God gave me this word just one yeah I don't care if 50,000 people saw it. As long as you touch just one, like your story, Lady T, that you talked about, that one that got you, there's been so many times where I was ready to turn off and unplug anointed radio. But it was just one that said, man, I was listening to that and 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 it helped me. I was listening because sometimes you feel like you're talking to yourself. Come on. And, and, and that's that's how it feels like you you putting out this energy. And but God told me to be consistent. Yeah. And being consistent is what been able to get to that person that might not be today, but in five months needs to hear whatever God has given me or whatever interviewer that we have. I care about that because I care about that person that's on the verge right now and and, and feel by themselves because Lady T says something else that was dope is that. She said to the ladies, you ain't in this by yourself. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go up one. Christians, you ain't in this by yourself. What you've been through, we've been through. Which, which, which you, what you think is so, so, so big. Can I tell you, there's some people that have been through something bigger and they they could tell you how to get out. Yeah. I'm looking at them differently. Like, oh, they struggles ain't my struggles. The things that they did ain't my, like the old folks used to say. Just keep living. There's some people that have been through some, and you will never know what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just one thing that I appreciate you guys for coming on because it's time to unite. I said six years ago when I made Anointed Radio that our our, our logo is that um, um, united we can make change. That's good, Pastor. And That's that was good. the beginning because I believe that. As Christians, if we could unite instead of looking at the differences, and I'm including because sometimes let's, let's be real. 
we we make it a cultural thing where if you think about it, when you go to heaven, you know, everybody loves to denounce all the denominations, but they don't <laughs> love to de- denounce the cultural barrier. Man, you that's in church. Time. You on here because there, there's brothers and sisters that don't look like you, don't have the same story as you. But it, if we all love the same God, why we ain't fellowshipping mm-hmm. together? Why are we segregating ourselves? You, like you talk it's, about it's it. a lot of things that we might be missing. You might, it might be somebody that's ready to help you, but they don't look like you, so you don't trust them. Where's that? Come where on. did that come from? That ain't biblical. Like let's let, let, let's get past that and let's unite as a body of Christ and start helping people that ain't saved because there's people out there that wish that they could know more about Christ, but the Christian deliverer that they seen, they do not want to receive nothing from it. That's the that's good. That's that's that good. perception of Christ through that deliverer was horrible. And they that's said, good. if that's the God that they serve, I can't do it. It's about application. Like we said it earlier, Man, application, because the only church somebody might ever see is you. And if you got you. your face turned up, just remember when you were unsaved and Christ, if they would have did that to you, you man. You would have been all in your feelings. So why are you being worse? It's just like in the music business. They talked about Kurt Franklin. They so talked good. about all these people. They going to hell. They singing songs different. They got hip hop in it. They got all this stuff. And then turn around and do it yourself. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Come on. Right. That right. Doesn't, that doesn't make sense. So it gets to the point where we have to understand going back to the Great Commission. Treat yes, people sir. the way you want, you to, be want to be treated. You preaching, man. You preaching. Pastor Jay, can I flip the script on you real quick? And I know you Go gotta ahead. get out of here. I want to I want to take advantage of this opportunity. Here's a question I have for the three of you. We're new to the game, man. We in the industry. We we about to celebrate being two years old this coming up Sunday. What advice would the three of you give to us as um, new um, interviewers and podcasters in the industry? What advice would you give to us to help us better do our craft? I, I knew that you would interview us eventually. So, <laughs> so I told you, I told you that it's, it, it, I, I got as I got an interviewer, it's hard not to interview somebody. So. I got a gleam, man. I got to take advantage of I got you on the screen, brother. So if if I'm going to, I'll go first. So um, the main thing, uh, y'all seem so relieved when I said that I'll go first. (laughs) But it's okay. I'll go first. So um, the first thing I would say is research. Research and understand. um, I had an interview with um, one of my good friends, Callie Muscle, a bodybuilder. He served time in jail, came out of jail, and he wanted to be an actor. And he, he was like, if you want to be something, use the technology to understand how to do it. Because mm-hmm. it's not hidden. It's there. If you look hard enough, research hard enough, watch YouTubes, Google it, you will find it. He said, that's how I got my first movie. That's how I got in my first music video. And that hit me deep because a lot of things that we want. We want it kind of to be given to us. You Come know, on. a lot of people want to know, how did you get on Roku? How did you get on all these podcast platforms? Or, well, I read for hours, like, mm-hmm. I mean, hours and studied like this. You know, when you're a, as a podcaster, this is your college. The way that you uh, 
went in your episode last time, you should always want to grow and want to expound and want to be able to expand so that you could be able to say the way I started was my, my beginnings, but man, I've learned so much. I have so much knowledge and I could be able to shift it. And the number one thing I'll tell you that I did, because I didn't go to school for this is watch who inspires you in your field. That's good. Okay. Got so you. I watch and, and to God be the glory. Cause I know it was all God ordained. I watched Charlemagne and DJ envy mm-hmm. and Angela Yee straight every day. I did not watch anything else on how they interviewed, how they interact, how they did everything because breakfast club is one of the top, Yes, sir. Top platforms. Yes, so sir. So you want to see, okay, so if they're the top platforms and they got gems, they got wisdom, they got stuff that, you know, I might not operate because I'm not telling people to duplicate. I'm saying see what they do because there's always a format. There's always a way that they do certain things that you could be able to use in what you are doing. Just like if you were a singer, you see how they they breathe different different so they could their range could go somewhere start practicing that if you were a drummer if you saw how he held the sticks different you know try Mm -hmm. holding the sticks different you might have a better angle so that's one thing that i would give as all the times because i don't it's weird i i've been trying to because stellar's called me a podcast it hurt my feelings because i I started in radio Mm -hmm. and 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 they this podcast thing is so new and because i have a podcast which i I started as a playback system. I guess I'm a, I'm learning to adjust it. But when I first got into radio as a, as a whole, because a podcast is a, is an extension of it. It's all about finding out and highlighting that person's life. That's good. That's good. Miss Brittany. For me, what I would say, I feel like y'all pretty much already have on lock, which is like really, I'm really big about caring about what you do. You know what I mean? Like promoting yourself. I know a lot of people don't really like to promote. Yeah, I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to put myself out there. But in order for you to grow, you have to promote yourself. And I always say, I even tell Pastor Jay this sometimes. Like, yeah, I get on to him like, yo, post this show. Like, what are like, it's kind of like, what are you doing right now? And like, even with the other hosts, I'm always like, let's, you know, let's go, let's post because. Number one, I tell Pastor Jay this all the time, like you started this radio show and he'll always say, it's not my show, it's all of our show, but this is your baby. Let's be honest about it. Like, you started this show. So it's kind of like, nobody's going to care about what you're doing more than more than you. And if you're not mm-hmm. showing that you care and you want your radio mm-hmm. show, or your platform out there, nobody is going to go as hard as you're going to go. Like if you are the top dog, if this is your thing. Like be, and I'm not, I'm not putting you on blast. I'm not saying this is not what you, I'm not saying this is not what he does. I'm just, I'm just giving (laughs) advice. It's like, if this is what you do and you are the head, the leader, like I'm gonna need for you to show it. Do you get what I'm saying? More than anybody else, like put yourself out there, love what you do. Let people see that you really care about this thing. And then once you, once people see that, you know, it'll continue to get shared. It'll continue to get liked. Um, because one thing that I will say that I've heard before, I won't say specifically about this show, but I, that I've heard before someone said, uh, I don't really see that person, you know, promoting. So why would I promoting their own show? So why would I help promote it? Do you know what I mean? That ain't us. 
Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, just, that's just one thing. I mean, I feel like y'all pretty much got that on lock, but that's what I always tell people. So. Yes, ma'am. That's good. Thank, Thank you. you. That was good. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you for the feedback on in, in public, Miss Brittany. I said it wasn't all about you. <laughs> Let the church say, ouch. Ben? <laughs> um... Goodness gracious. Um, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go biblical with this uh real quick. And I actually um I was hearing what, what Brittany was saying and it actually inspired me to uh look up this verse and it was uh Joshua uh, Joshua one verses eight and nine. Come on, and it's gonna be study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day and night, so you'll you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so my advice to you is just like how the word would say it. Discouragement is going to happen. Trials are going to come. But God is always with you. Come on, no matter man. what you guys do, no matter what podcast, no matter what. Uh, it could be a, a a Sunday night. God is always with. It could be a Tuesday night. God is always with you. It could be in your darkest hour, and you got to turn on them lights and say, "I need to go out there and preach this word to whoever needs to hear it." Because you're gonna help people that are discouraged in this world. Yes, sir. And your words are gonna be so powerful that, like you guys had mentioned earlier, somebody could be on the brink of of destroying themselves. And it's just your word, just your encouragement that helped their discouragement become power. That's power. And so for, 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 for just for my little, you know, soliloquy with this, all I'm saying is that God is with you. He's going to be with you because you're doing his work. And as long as you're doing his work, he's going to encourage you. That's and so good. you're going to feel them days where you might not want to go up and do this. But remember, it's not just about you. It's not just about what you're saying. It's about God at the end of the day. That's and if good. God empowered you to do, the, to, to, to do this, take it run with it. Man. Be encouraged. Thank you. That's the best question. Now now I changed my mind, Pastor Jay. This is my favorite interview now. I changed hey, my man. mind. <laughs> I just wanted to tease Ben, the Charger fan, for saying sequilla. I can't even I say, heard it. Him say it. I heard you him saw, say it. You heard how he said that? He dropped that in there. He said, just the end of my sequiloquy. Yeah, I heard him say it. You know what I'm saying? We I, say I, I, I like that hat, by the way. The San Diego? Yeah, I like that San Diego hat, yeah. by the way. Uh, what, that's one. I, I tried, I'm a big baseball hat fan. I try to get a hat from every city that I visit. And this is one place that I haven't. So we coming out there. Now we know you out there, brother. We coming that way. He ain't out there. He I, I was out there. Now I'm in Vegas. Was. You in Vegas now? You're in Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah. No, Vegas. I, I, so watch this. So ain't eternal in, in, in San Diego? Yes, she is. Yes. So we're gonna come to Vegas and then y'all gonna take us to San Diego. We're gonna go hang out with Eternal because that's our people now, too. Uh, uh that's Amen. my sis. She was just in the chat, and yes, she's doing some great things. She actually yeah. got awarded um out for the lupus awareness and all of the great things that she's doing yeah, in she the doing community. She's learning, man. Shout she's out learning. to my sis. I feel bad because I was supposed to go perform out there, but I couldn't get off work. So she loved me. She'll call me later. Amen. She so testimony <laughs> Tuesday this week. And she's on test, and she was I just on testimony Tuesday. Oh, she's she out there doing it. 
Eternal. Check out Autopilot. And if you ain't heard it, go listen. That's this right. Winter, Eternal. Pastor J. Holiday favorite. Let's go. Watch the music videos. Very funny. Well, it's funny to me because you can see my whole family over there. Jingle, jingle. We was all cooking and stuff and, <laughs> and in the kitchen, stirring the pot. It was dope. Go watch the music video. Anyway, so with that being said, my favorite lasting words. I would like to thank you on behalf of Anointed Radio for coming on. You already family, so I don't have to explain to you how you family. Yes, this this ain't going to be the only time I talk to you. So um, just know that we are here to support you guys, whatever you guys are doing, um, like I've done for Miss Marvette and, uh, and my cousin, uh, Mr. Church, you know. I, I want you to know we are here to support because I believe in the unity movement. Ooh, that's something. That's in the good, unity man. movement to bring us together as Christians. I was just speaking to Miss Brittany about how small this community is. And it's sad if we're all on our own individual islands. We got to come together and really help out with the resources. If you know something, if it, it takes a village. Yes, sir. It really takes a village. And we got to get back to that. So we appreciate you. This ain't going to be the only time that you come on the show. No, it ain't going to be the only time because you're going to make an appearance on the Movement Underground 9.0 on December 22nd. So we're going to have Pastor Jay on there hanging out with us. Let's so go. make sure everybody tune in so we can get some more of this love and some of this good word he passing around here. And then I get to be the interviewee. Yeah, Amen. yeah. We got something for you too, fam. We got something for you. We ready for you too. So, man, I'm kind of scared. Amen. So. <laughs> if you're scared, go to church, baby. Man, ain't that the truth? Um, we got you. We got so, you. We gonna have some fun, man. So I would say this: um, everybody go follow them, like right now. Everybody that's on here watching in the pre in the pat. I guess you could say all the people that's gonna listen to the podcast. Make sure you go follow them. All the people watching live, go follow them. We appreciate y'all coming appreciate on. That, man. We appreciate and that. one thing I have to do is go ahead and say I want to congratulate our. Las Vegas Raiders in the place of Miss Boss Barbie. Congratulate our Las Vegas Raider on their win and taking away that good old game. On Brother, you st Sunday. you're still third, man. Relax, man. You you're still third uh, in the division. Relax. Not after Monday. Amen. So, congratulations to our Las Vegas Raiders, who is our media partner, Ben. Amen. So, Hi, Raiders. We love you. Amen. Yeah, say that so, again, brother. They the media partners. Say it one more time. We love you. Our, our media partners. So Go Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, continue on um, and continue building. We want to actually congratulate our new UNLV football coach, um, Mr. Bob right. from Arkansas. He's a D1 coach. Um, there's a lot of movement in the football program so congratulations the lady rebels and the rebel basketball team they're doing great things so congratulations to the unlv basketball for doing the great things that you're doing volleyball all of you in unlv sports we just thank you we thank the aviators um another media partner of ours you uh the golden knights i was never a hockey fan until i moved to vegas and they made me a real hockey fan so shout mm. out to the knights the las vegas lights and of course the very first champions in the city of las vegas the wnba mm. lady aces yeah so mm. um we can't wait till their season starts back up to see the great things that they do i definitely gotta put that out there free britney griner yes and i'm yes. Just, i'm gonna keep saying it because 
man, that I haven't watched a whole lot of Locked Up Abroad, and her story is so minute compared to what other people have done going going across to different countries. So free Brittany Griner, bring her home. Amen. So Amen. with that, make sure you share, like, subscribe, follow us on the podcast, give us a five-star rating, listen to all of our previous shows, and download the Anointed Radio app. If you want to be a blessing, because you can always be a blessing. We have the cash app. Go ahead and uh, dollar sign anointed radio network. And if you want to watch us on your Roku TV, because it's on TCL, it's on all of the Walmart TVs you just bought for Black Friday. Yes. Go to the Roku app. Download the anointed radio. You could be able to see some great shows on there. See our show. We can see Forever Creation. You can see Sip and Chat. You can see Rhythm. Uh, rhythm and word you can see a whole lot of shows on there and we got a movie on there by christian faith-based uh filmmaker and speaking of faith-based filmmakers i have a deal going on for the f you could put your movie that's a faith-based movie or play on the anointed radio roku app because i believe that we should give christian filmmakers and christian playwriters an, a platform yeah, they got pure flicks, but they have a whole lot of politics that go with it. So let's go ahead and hit us up at lvanointedradio at gmail.com. And I would love to view your 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 project and put it out there. And if you're if you are in radio or a podcast, I got a deal for you too. So hit us up at lvanointedradio at gmail.com. And we're gonna go with final words. So we'll start off with our guests with the, the final words. Let's go, Lady T. Um, as I tell the floss ladies, no permission. Give no one permission to take your energy. No, and if you do, remember you did and start over. If you choose to start over tomorrow, you can, but you can also start over in that very moment. No permission. That's good. Um, last word for me today, Pastor. And, and again, thank you guys. Um, we've been pushing this um, movement as well. Sometimes space is grace. Sometimes we need space from people um, when they're not healthy and they're not doing the right things. We don't want them to hurt us and we don't want to react and hurt them. So sometimes wisdom is just give some people a little space and pray for them from a different zip code until they get healed and then you can get back up on them. That's good. Amen. All right, cool. My last word for me is just something that I am holding on to myself. Um, it's just really trusting God in this season, believing God when, you know, everything around you seems to be going a little bit crazy. There is a river um, and it streams and it flows. And it's just, you know, this is just where I am. So I'll just say, keep trusting God, believing God for all of your situations and circumstances in this season. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, um, please take a moment to self-care please like take that. a moment out of your day whether it be five minutes 10 minutes an hour look at the look at where you are this year and look where you were last year and look where all god has brought you and just take a minute to self-care that's good amen and the last thing i would say to everyone is Take a break and look for the evidence of God in your life. A lot of times we overlook a lot of things because we're moving in that routine and we so busy being busy going nowhere. Take a break. Look for the evidence of God, because despite of you thinking that he left you, he was always there. And he showed some evidence of where he was in your life. That's good. So 
with that being said, much love. We're going to see y'all next week. And make sure to follow us. Peace.